We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Troy in Northeast Philly. Good morning, Troy. Joe, good morning, John. Morning, team. What's going on? It, it's Joey. a wonderful day, Troy. Troy. It day. was I'm a good so morning until right 15 now. minutes it ago. Is, <laughs> We get started early, baby. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Yo, you want to recount Go ahead, those, uh, those answers? Yeah, get a recount. Oh uh, well, listen. I, I will. I will. I will try to see if Seltzer made some mistakes I when didn't. I listen to the audio this weekend. But when I lose, <laughs> but when I lose by two, I typically have no no opportunity to you know wiggle out of it. Yo, I notice whenever you lose, man, you always set the the you know the plate up for a reason why you lost. You know, early. Oh, it was too early. No, I got, my on, butt, I got my butt beat. I'll admit it. I mean, I did. I got my butt beat. Okay. So would you say uh, that Keith is just better than you? Uh, I, I don't know. I'll just say, the, here's the analogy I'll give you. Whatever that guy's name was, it might have been Faye that got caned like 25 years ago in it Asia. It was I just got Michael caned. Faye. What a pull by you. Yes. Yeah, I just got caned. <laughs> yeah. That's bizarre that you just pulled well, that. Well, I said, but, I said butt whooped. Butt whooped, and then I thought oh. of butts, and I thought of the caning of that guy's butt. That's as extreme a wow. butt whooping as you can get. That butt. Yo, can we talk whooped. a little about Slay guys, though? Go for it, yeah. man. All right, so um, listen, I think he's a talented player, but his talent is not matching up with his age, man. He's getting older, and he's not getting more mature. You know, if he was like Malcolm Jenkins or somebody, I would say keep him around. But this dude is doing too much. You know, he, he he's arguing with the fans. Then – Mysteriously, he had a, a, a injury that he had to get surgery done when the Patricia took over. You guys don't find that kind of weird? Like, this guy is, is doing too much, man. I, I don't know if he's going to provide for us next year or this year the way he has in the past. Uh, he's, he was really solid as a player this last year. This is you – know, we know he's got a lot of opinions. We know it can get loud at times. I, I – I, I get what he's saying to some degree. It might be a problem to some degree. I think we should keep our ears open to this and keep an eye on this. I don't want it to be something that you know echoes onto the field and has negative repercussions for our team. I want guys to want to be here. I don't like that Darius Slay is saying these things. But what he's saying, I, it's kind of true. It's, it's tough. It's tough to play here. It's if you are having a bad day, and people are piling on. You know, it's it just like yeah, any other line of work. Do it when it makes it hard. When when the when the Eagles play like they play, I, yeah, I agree, year, Rhea. They I need agree. to play better, and he, of course, needs to realize that. But uh, this is this is a unique situation here in Philadelphia. I personally, growing up ninety miles west of here, was surprised by the vehement, uh, over-the-top booing when we first opened the link. You know, it was, the, the smoke was just clearing, and we, you know, it's early in the game, and we were getting some boos, and I thought, wow, that, that's extreme. Like, I, I can see how Darius Slay and other guys would say, wow, I was not expecting that. When, they, when he arrives here from a different city where they're a little bit less, yeah. I don't know, informed, 
than we are as fans. But it's not just this, John. I think my overall point was slate. There's just a lot that cascades down of comments that irritate me. I, I, you know, this is one of many, and I'm getting, I'm getting tired of it. I really am, and I wonder if the Eagles are. I really do. Hey, Troy, give me a great answer. We, we got a cool prize here today, Santana and County Crow tickets. Now, you've got to come up with the, the, the most accomplished two people with the same last name, but they're not from the same family. So gotcha. far, we got Serena Williams and John Williams. We got Denzel Washington and George Washington. We got some big answers here. Give me, give me a great one. All right. Well, these guys got the first, first, same first name and same last name. Okay. You got the actor Michael Jordan and the greatest athlete of all, Michael Jordan. Wow. Great answer. Wow. 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 You know, if if the That's actor big. Michael B were like all world. It might be. Yeah, but it's pretty big, man. I mean, he's, he's pretty big, Creed. man. He's not as great as he's, Michael Jordan. No, he's not. Oh, no, he's but not. he's in Black Panther. He's close. Creed. Like, he's he's a pretty big movie star, man. Yeah. No, like, I, He's not I close to as big a movie of star course, as Michael Jordan was a basketball. Of course no, not. Of course not. Of course not. No, I but agree. it's still a good answer. Yeah. But he's better than Eddie Jordan, right, Seltzer? Yeah. <laughs> way <laughs> better. <laughs> way better. Eddie Jordan. All right. 215-592-9494 as we broadcast today from Borgata. We, of course... Uh, 94 WIP HD1 Philadelphia, away from the Tasty Cake Studio at Borgata. Speaking of away, we will have the ultimate, and I mean the ultimate, away show coming up this summer. That is right. We have for a number of years, and I'd say, Seltzer, I think you'll agree with this, half serious, half joking, we have asked the powers that be at WIP to create a trip where we get to go to Wrigley Field. I mean, you know, bring some fans along, go to Wrigley yeah, Field. Yeah, I would Philly say fans. like 90% serious, 10% joking. Yes, exactly. I agree. <laughs> it's been a dream. And by the way, it remains a dream to go to Wrigley Field and have shows out there and bring a bunch of listeners out there it's and have a, a great, great time. It's a great place to see a game. Don't rub it in. No. Well, I don't need it rubbed <laughs> in. No, no, I didn't go. No, yeah. I, I went by myself with friends. Yeah, I'm just saying. But we are going way way past Wrigley Field this year, and you can come along with us. James Seltzer, crank up the music! Because the Phillies will be playing across the pond. And the WIP Morning Show, I'm not making this up, this is real, will be headed to London! We're going! This summer to London to see the Phillies and those hated New York Mets. Yes. And it is a trip that you can join us on courtesy of the wonderful people. And they are brilliant at what they do with trips all over the place. This one to London, courtesy of fans of Philly. They have just released all sorts of packages for this trip. All sorts. Depends on how many days you want to be there. The games, two days of games. You might want to stay for four days. You might want to stay for six days. You might want to stay for eight days. They've got all sorts of packages. They obviously include tickets to the games, hotel accommodations. They've got all sorts of uh, pre-built-in festivities like our show. We will do two shows from London nice on the Friday and on the Monday. The games are on the Saturday and on the Sunday. We'll be hanging out with you. You can, I mean, we really are looking forward to this. So want to encourage everybody. I mean, first off, it'll be really cool shows. Obviously, we are very thrilled to have the opportunity to go. Some of us will be going. John's 
staying back, right? Family, John, family commitments. Correct. You got the young kids and all that. But a group of us will be going, which will be absolutely great, and you can join us. Now, here's the website you need to know. Fansofphilly.com. The website, again, fansofphilly.com. Uh, there obviously are a you know certain amount of tickets and certain amount of trip uh, spots. I don't know how many it is. I would certainly think that this is something, to say the least, that will sell out. I mean, let's be real. It's a trip of a lifetime. To see, I mean, Rhea, to see the Phillies yep. play a ba- play two baseball games in London, it's unbelievable. I, when I saw it last year, I'd actually said to my son, I said, listen, we should go. Because I lived there when I was a junior. I, I did the Temple London program, and I've always wanted to take them. So I am super excited that we're, we're going. It's I mean, amazing. it's just to be able to go back there to see the Phillies play. It's just gonna. It's gonna be really cool to walk around London and see people in Phillies gear. Totally, it's totally. gonna be awesome. And the Boo Mets fans over there. And the Boo Mets. Fans. Yeah, we'll take we'll take the Boo and across the pond. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Seltzer, uh, you've seen a lot of Phillies games. I know you've never seen one in London. You're damn right, buddy. I'm like, <laughs> I'm so excited, man. It is. Uh, it is the coolest thing that we've got to do. I, I'm just. It, it's a real thrill. I mean, I'm bringing my family. Like, I can't wait to hang with all the people there. We're gonna be doing shows. We'll. Hang with all the fans of Philly people. We're yeah. going to games again. We're going to see the Phillies in London. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, I, like thrilled doesn't even begin to describe what I am right now. Look, it really is going to be something. And, again, we want to tell you. And, and look, Angelo obviously did these type of trips before, and other shows have. I remember, Ree, you were with Angelo out in Los Angeles yep. when Carson tore his knee. Yep, it was we were, a great yeah. win beating the Rams out there, but it was a devastating day. Now, it turns out. They won the Super Bowl anyway. They did, but before the game that weekend, I mean, it was a blast. You couldn't go anywhere without seeing Eagles fans. I mean, it, you know, Eagles, Phillies, they all it's travel great. extremely uh, well. The best. So it was, a, it was a blast right up until he blew out his knee. Yeah. Yeah. I just did the fans <laughs> of Philly trip to Dallas this year, and, like, obviously the game wasn't great, but everything else, it's the best time because there's nothing yeah. like being in another place with a bunch of Philly fans. Like, there's something yeah. special about that. And we're going to another country to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and here's the here's the key. Uh, this this is, I mean, look, obviously on a personal level, I'm, I'm thrilled and we're all thrilled to be able to do it. But it's not about us. It's, it's about the fact that, that you can do it, too. And we want to tell you again, fans of Philly's website, with, with all sorts of packages and trips, you know, today, there are new packages right now available today. The website is fansofphilly.com. Spread the word to your family and friends, fansofphilly.com, to get yourself or a family member or your kids. This is during the summer. This is in June, right, James? This is yes, in June, I yes, June. And June is great weather there. It's like Good. highs around 70, lows, you know, right around 59, 60, and – the rainy season is a little bit earlier than that, so it's a pretty good time to go. Very nice. Well, look, we really look forward to it. Also, in case you don't know, Fans of Philly also has packages for the Eagles game in Brazil. Wow. So they're going east to London, unless you want to go west and take the long way there. They're going <laughs> south to Brazil, unless you want to go north and take the long way there. So, unbelievable. Phillies, Mets in London, Eagles game to kick off the season uh, in Brazil. All the packages available. Once again, that's at fansofphilly.com. Wonderful stuff. We look forward to those shows. All right, 215-592-9494. All of the topics we've been discussing today, you can weigh in. If you want to comment on the hammer losing and beat the hammer, I know. I get it. I'm the human pinata. I'll take it. And I deserve it. I got my butt whooped. I did. Caned, if you will. All of this and more on the line as, as we talk today from Borgata on 94 WIP.
When I moved, I needed a lawn care service. I wanted results and safety for my family and pets. I chose Natural Lawn of America just like I had previously because Natural Lawn of America has been creating green lawns quickly, more naturally, and with fewer weeds since 1987. Their technicians work to determine the specific needs of your lawn. That reduces the need for chemicals and creates a safe... We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Al Seltzer not on his game. Yes, I am. I chose London over making fun of you. This is London calling yeah. by the Clash, Big Dog. Okay, normally, normally you. I normally more. do, and I actually chose to give you a break because we're going to London. Fun. Good. But now next break, I'll probably play cool in the game. That makes me happy. I'll, I'll take it. All right. Good morning to all. Jota Cameron, John Ritchie. It is 94 WIPs. We broadcast from Borgata. A little bit of everything on the table, sports-wise. Intersection, really, of all four major Philadelphia sports teams. By the way, one point of clarification. We had mentioned earlier the trip to London with fans of Philly, and again, the website, fansofphilly.com. That's fans with a P, not F-A. P-H-A. It is P-H-A-N-S, obviously leaning into the um, Phillies thing. So fansofphilly.com. So P-H-A-N-S, fansofphilly.com. And again, check out all the... Uh, wonderful options they have for that London trip, and we're really excited to be doing it. 215-592-9494. What I'm not excited about, I've already seen a little taste, but not too much because there's only so much we can do on the fly. But, Devin, I know you're checking out some of the social media stuff coming in on Beat oh, the Hammer. Oh, Joe, people, the morale, you boosted the morale of Philadelphia as a whole with that loss. Someone tweeted at the morning show and said, we are celebrating in the middle of the road on a construction site to Joe's loss. No way! As if it were a Stanley Cup goal win. That's unbelievable. Awesome! Well, shout Nothing out. brings the people together quite like a Joe loss. Shout out to those guys. Well done. Great We're work. Nice job. Nice job. And I listen, I I appreciate the people who are at least invested in the show and I try to win and Man, you deserved it. You maybe, deserved it. Maybe you know what, now that I think about smack it smack in the face that you got today. I actually just realized I should say full disclosure. I wanted to give the people what they oh, wanted. Oh stop it. Of yeah. course. I think Yeah, sure. I believe that. Yeah. I'm gonna stick with that one for a couple <laughs> weeks. We'll see if people believe it. Let's go to the phones. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Talk to Chuck. He's calling from Cherry Hill. Hi, Chuck. Hey, congratulations. Good morning. That sounds really exciting, that London trip. Do you know the capacity of the stadium? It's I don't. Tottenham, right? I can look I'm that sorry. Up. I, I don't I have no, yeah. no clue. I'm almost positive it's Tottenham, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Joe, I'm going to give you a chance to redeem yourself. Yeah. Current Phillies last year, this is pretty easy, but tricky. Mm-hmm. Name the pitcher that gave up the least amount of hits per nine innings projected. So it could be a starter, it could be a reliever. The pitcher who gave up the least hits per nine. Uh, I'd say probably Alvarado. 
That'd be a great guess. It's uh, Jeff Hoffman, a real sleeper wow. in this team. Yeah. And, no, and he, look, he had a he terrific year. He had a, he had a great year. Which, he gave up that, that homer to. Do you expect it to be as good no. this time around? But I expect How it to be How big good. a fall off? Not much. Right. Yeah, I believe he's, in the guy. He's legit. But bullpen is shaky. James, what was the name of that guy that hit that homer? Was that uh, Austin? What he, oh, oh, and Austin Riley, yeah. Austin Riley. Remember how mad everybody was at oh, Jeff Hoffman? Oh, God, yes. Was that game two? That was game two. Yeah, that was the one they lost. People were so tech. Ria, where's the... Where's the uh, 62,000. In London? Tottenham. So it is Tottenham. Tottenham. I think that's, it's Tottenham. That's yeah. neat. That, that's that's cool. really cool. I, got a, I didn't chime in. I didn't make it on yesterday. I just want to talk real quick about the batting order. If you look sure. back when Howard set the RBI records for four years, you know, and you, know, you had runners on base all the time with Rollins mm-hmm. and Utley, I think we have a compatible situation. When you look at it, it takes Stott and just expand him out a little bit this year, and you add a better year from Turner. He's not going to struggle the first 200 bats like last year. And of course, Harper's always close to 400 on base. Man, you put Schwarber in a situation with you know, 45 to 50 home runs, he could project 140 RBIs. He's not Ryan Howard, though, in his prime. I mean, Ryan Howard in his prime was like well, Babe 50. Ruth. I hear you, but 50 I mean, that runs. is not what Kyle Schwarber is. Not, well, now we're close batting average, but when you take the last two years' home runs, it'll be 45 to 50 home runs. Well, sure, home is, runs he can do it. But but the, but part of what helped Ryan Howard have those ridiculous numbers was that he was he was also getting base hits. Well, he had men on base. He had a record amount of runners on base. That's what well, listen, J- Jimmy, Jimmy and Chase in front of him were, were also yeah, monsters. We I mean, it's, now, here, that's why all three here. get votes for the Hall of Fame. Chuck, give me a great answer here uh, for uh, two guys or gals, same last name, not related, and accomplished. Can I give you one more point real quick on, sure. on that? I don't yeah. want to see Schwarber roll the game over. Elite lefty late, and Schwarber's coming up in the ninth. He's a 156 hitter. I, yeah. I want to avoid that situation, too. Here's my answer. Sure. Uh, ben, Ben, and Aretha Franklin would be my answer. Yeah, Yo. that's pretty big too. Yo. Nice one. That's really big. I that's like the massive. historic wow. figure plus celebrity combo. Yeah. yeah, me too. Me too. Hey, why is it? Why is it Tottenham? It's, and it's not actually Tottenham what they're saying is Ham. London Stadium. So that was a different yeah, spot. I think so. It's saying yeah. I thought somebody had told me it was Tottenham, but this gotcha. says London, right, well, a similar capacity. All right, why is it Tottenham? Tottenham and uh, not Tottenham. Well, you want to hear it? Schuylkill. Yeah, you want to hear something way more annoying about Tottenham, Joe or Richie? Their team. Hold on, is it like you're eating Easter? um, It's just it's just a pronunciation. The the more annoying thing is that their team is their team is named the Spurs, but they don't allow you to say the Spurs. You have to say Spurs when you're talking about them. If you say the Spurs, their fans get mad at you. How weird is that? That is but weird. that's a, that's an English thing. They say we go on holiday. You have to go to hospital. Mm-hmm. They don't use the word the in front of a lot of things. Well, we'll teach them how to speak. <laughs> oh, good. It's like the Incredible teach Hulk talk. I'm going to go talk Just to Charles. Articles. Going to go talk to Charles. Yo, Prince. No, he's king now. No, no, no. I call him. Prince. Oh, you call him. Oh, I forgot I call him about Prince. that. Yeah, Prince. Yo, yo, Prince. Make make way for the hammer. You have to bend the knee oh, to the see. king. <laughs> I'm sure that'll go over well. <laughs> Imagine that, Seltzer. Can you work on a? Because uh, the you know Charles is probably going to want a you know a royal appointment with me. So, <laughs> oh, it's a really Future good point. President. Yes, Future yes, president. we'll get in on that. No problem. All right. Oh, good thinking, Joe. <laughs> well, Kennedy get ahead of that. Didn't Kennedy meet Churchill when he was young? Right, a young Kennedy, I believe, met Churchill. So you know these these things happen sometimes. 
All right. Um, picture for the presidential library someday. Exactly yeah, right. I get it. I get it. So let me just really quick recount the four prime, prime years of Ryan Howard. So there was a six-year stretch, and unfortunately this doesn't even include his rookie of the year um, because he only played half the year. But just consider this. Starting in two th- – just because I think people sometimes forget how ridiculously good he was. 2006, Ryan Howard, 58 home runs, 149 RBIs, with a 313 batting average and a 425 slugging – excuse me, a 425 on base. A 659 slugging percentage. So let's not have Kyle Schwarber, Ryan Howard, Howard comparisons. The next year he had 47 homers and 136 RBIs. The next year he had 48 and 146. The next year he had 45 and 141. And, and, and the lowest on-base percentage he had in that stretch was 339, which is about what Schwarber's normally is. But he also had a 360 in there. He had a 392, and as I said, he had a 425. I mean, Ryan Howard was unbelievable. Let's get to Jeff. He's calling from Phoenixville right now. Hi, Jeff. Good morning, everybody. Uh, it's been a while since I called you guys. Uh, I, uh, I feel bad for you, Joe, but um, my weekend's been made. So, <laughs> uh, real quick, guys, uh, two things. Congrats on the London series. Um, that I was wondering why you haven't met, mentioned it because I saw it on the schedule, and that is just an awesome, awesome trip. Oh my god, these guys don't have a blast. I can't wait to see what the apparel's going to look like. All I want is a Phillies hat with the Union Jack on the side, so I can wear it. So that'd be really cool. Um, yeah, so. And Jeff, I'm going to. Re- I'm just. I mean, I know we were together in World War II, but I'm going to remind them. Uh, that Washington opened up a big old can of whoop ass on Cornwallis <laughs> in the Revolutionary War at Yorktown. Just, well, just can, I'm gonna, ma- I'm gonna, I want to make sure Charles knows that their George lost to our George. Well, you you can start your diplomatic uh, diplomatic relations <laughs> for your for your presidential run in twenty what forty six or whatever it is. Something like well, uh, 40, so you're still gonna be playing hardball with Britain. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, I'm going I'm going over there looking to get arrested. Yeah. Oh, I don't um, think you're allowed um, to say that. Um, Joe does kidding. not want the Cold War to be ended, um, and he wants to revert <laughs> to where we're pre World War One uh, with Britain, colonial I mean, days. Hold on, pre yeah, pre Revolution <laughs> with Britain. Yeah, yeah. Well, Joe, don't forget, they're not they're French not and Indian War. They're, they're not policemen; they're bobbies over there. Just remember that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So well, I'll, I'll handle it. Okay, yeah. just just don't just don't embarrass everybody. Okay, Please, understood. 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 Um, on the Sixers, I'll, I'll flip it that way real quick. Um, Joel can say all he wants. I, it, it's just abysmally – I can't watch the game. And I'm a basketball junkie. And this is just yeah, – it's, it's brutal. I just have – I have no interest to watch anything. My buddy and I text all the time because we've been playing since we were kids. And I'm like, I can't watch it. And, I, and I'm and i so happy they got Buddy Heald because I wanted the Buddy Heald and Halliburton trade years ago. But Daryl Morey and his fascination for James Harden screwed that all up. But I just can't do this. And honestly, I don't see how – you know, Joel's going to come back and he's going to be in tip-top shape? No, it's not. No, I, t- tell me when he's ever come back from an injury he's been in shape. Well, I here's the other problem, shape. Jeff. Even if even if he is, they're not good enough. No, I think they not. can and be a lot better than what you're making out. They guys. have no third player that you can count on. Joel no. Embiid was playing at an MVP level and then he improved upon it this season. Yeah, but John, he was they playing got, better than he did last year. But they have a bunch of guys that should be seven, eight, nine guys in a rotation. Like none of these guys, not necessarily. They're, they're no uh, good. No, okay. other than Maxie and Joel, nobody's good. We've got 
We've got guys Buddy who can Heald shoot. Is good. Buddy Heald is good. Ah, Buddy, Heald he, is Buddy good. Heald's okay. He's okay. Look, Buddy Heald had a bad game like the, the last time we saw him. That doesn't mean he's, a, he's he, not good. What has he ever Buddy won? Buddy Heald can score, what has man. Buddy Heald ever won. Okay, but that's not a great argument for me. Because what does is, what is Joel Jeff, want? Jeff, let me tell you something. Buddy Hill's a great shooter, but I've been down on him ever since Villanova beat him by oh, 95 wow. points in the Final Four. What was that, 45, 50 points? No, I mean, I was thankful. I'm a Villanova fan. I'm just like, dude, what's your deal, man? Your team's getting your butts kicked. All right, Jeff, yeah. give, me, give me an answer here. Uh, two people, I mean, same last name, yep. accomplished. Okay, one of, the, one of the greatest basketball players ever. Magic Johnson, five-time champion, yep. Yep. and and um, Olympic track star Michael Johnson, four-time Olympic gold medal winner, and he's won eighteen championships. Yeah, in overall. Yeah, that might be the best combo from sports we've gotten so far. Now, I will say I was disappointed, not disappointed, but I thought it was a little phony baloney when Michael Johnson won that two hundred and four hundred in the same year, and they changed the date of the race. My recollection, I'll just put it this way is they changed the date of the race so he could compete in both on different days. Of course they did. And it's like, eh. There are other Johnsons eh. that are better than Michael, is what we're trying to say. Just going to let that hang I don't know. out there. Uh, well, wow, come on. I, about, I said better Holmes? than Michael. All right, well, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you are it just else. sounded funny. The way he said it, it's just <laughs> John's laughing over here. John knows where my mind just went. <laughs> I think we all know where your mind just went. <laughs> all right. It really is immature. Yeah, I'm, I'm a sophomore. I admit I'm a Childish. sophomore. All right, let's get to the tush push. Um, sounds like it's staying. Yeah. So, so look, good for the Eagles. I think bad if for the If we were NFL. better down the stretch, you think it'd still be staying? No. I, I agree. I, I think if we if I think it was very interesting that dominant. all the discourse around it kind of stopped once yeah. the Eagles started losing. Exactly. So it was jealousy. That's, I don't know if jealousy is the word. <laughs> that's but. interesting. I just don't think that it was the the calls to ban it were warranted. Right. Well, I will tell you this. I think they should ban it, and I've been clear on that, and I know a lot of people get mad at me when I say it. I, you know, I don't view this just from an Eagles standpoint. I, I know it helps the Eagles, and I know the Eagles are great at it. I just I don't think it's a good play for pro football, but they're going to keep it. We'll see how long that lasts, and uh, I don't know. We'll see. Let's get to Ken and Cinnamon. What's going on, Ken? Good morning, friends. How are you today? Doing well, Ken. So, some Johnsons are better than others. We all we all know that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was it was the way Seltzer said it. It just kind of hung out there. I'm just well because you didn't all talk right. afterwards. That's why it hung. I didn't. I didn't mean hung out. I <laughs> well, mean, but that was. <laughs> did you get hung up on the word hung yeah, right there? Yeah, that was unintentional. I, I will say that was an unintentional yeah. comment. Mm-hmm. Okay. It just keeps you know snowballing. Because <laughs> oh, you also. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I need to stop talking. I think we all do. James, turn off my mic. Drop of the year winner. I could say something right now, but I'm not going to. Yeah, keep it yeah. clean. Keep it clean, Ken. We talk only in innuendo. It's, uh, yes. it, it's great to hear you guys are going to London. Uh, great trip. Um, and, and looking at these fans of Philly packages, and I'm just I was just curious taking a peek at them. There's some really good prices there. Uh, good. So, Great deals, Ken. You're right. It's really they, good. They, they really are. And, and by the way, all sorts of different hotel options. They're all great hotels. You can stay in different parts of the city. It's 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 a really um, – listen, fans of Philly does it right. I mean, they do an incredible job. And, again, that's fans with a P, P-H-A-N-S, fansofphilly.com to check out the London trips and, and, and join us. We'll all hang out together. It'll be a great time. 
And Rhea mentioned June's a great time to be there. It, it stays light till like 11 o'clock. It's really pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, it's really cool. So, um, so it is March 1st. So the Phillies are about three weeks away from bringing me back to Citizens Bank Park. So that's what I want to talk about. I, I don't Go care what Darius Slay said. Um, I am so looking forward to March 30th uh, in yeah. the Hall of Fame Club when I will be there for my first game of the season. I am so glad. The dollar dog night is done. Um, And I I guarantee you it was season ticket holders complaining to management that, you know, you get you get these drunk young people for the most part. I'm not you know, I'm not the old guy. Get off my lawn. But you get Mm -hmm. these drunk people that that come for one night because it's a dollar and they don't know how to behave themselves. Well, the Phillies executive basically can hang on one second. I want to play the audio here. I don't know if it's Sean Weber or we. But a Phil's ex- Weber. Yeah, Weber. he's a ticket guy, yeah. James, let's play the second uh, of the pieces of audio, uh, number two here, um, because he's very clear that fan behavior and crowds in the concourse contributed to the decision. They did not fun before. You said to make it a fun experience. Was it not? Sure. The last couple of years, uh, there were some operational issues, which we're going to address, but also uh, last season, uh, the throwing of hot dogs. It just was not an enjoyable experience, and we're working on a few things, additional staffing, uh, additional uh, hot dog areas to sell the hot dogs, um, and uh, you know, diff- additional security as we move forward into 2024. So, yeah, I mean, Ken, I know a lot of people were not happy with it. Some people enjoyed it. There well, it is. there was a game a few years ago, if I'm not mistaken, it was a dollar dog night when the kid purposely made himself throw up on the guy's daughter who was who was sitting in the row in front of him. If I'm not mistaken, that wow. was a dollar dog night. And You're talking I'm about the thing like 15 years ago? It wasn't 15 years ago. It was maybe Well, it was 10. like when they were good. It was like 12 years ago or something, right? The, no, I mean, I remember that they famous. They were really good. They, I'm pretty sure Pete McCannon right. was the manager at the time. It wasn't that long ago. But um, I got you. I'm, glad you, I'm glad you brought up Ryan Howard because it, it drives me crazy that people forget how good this guy was. We talk about Chase Utley around here like he's some kind of a deity. And I got nothing against Chase Utley. But Chase Utley was, when, especially when Jason Wirth was on the team, Chase Utley was the fourth best player on that team. And Ryan Howard was the most feared hitter in baseball for six years. And there's only one time in my life where I was standing at Citizens Bank Park, and when the ball left the bat, I literally said out loud, Mother of God. And it was yeah. when Ryan Howard hit the home run that cleared the batter's eye. Yeah. And I had never yep. seen anything like that in my life. So it's an astonishing thing that he, that he hit that home run dead center over that thing. It's crazy. All right, Ken, give me a, give me a great answer. I know you're going to have a good one. Accomplished people, same last name, but they're not related. Who do you got? Well, it, it's funny you brought up Yorktown just a minute ago. Uh, General Benjamin Lincoln actually accepted the sword of surrender yeah. Cornwallis because Cornwallis was such a weasel. He had a tummy ache and couldn't come out to surrender himself. Not going to work. Then, ben ben Lincoln not accomplished enough. We had, nah. we had a president yeah. who was Lincoln, too. So. We did. All right, Ken. All right, my man. Appreciate it. John, that, that don't work. It's hard to find a complimentary Lincoln, you know, like to match Abe for these purposes. Yeah. I don't know who it would be. I, I have no clue. But yeah. I, no one comes to mind that's – the haymaker. Maybe we're missing someone. It's certainly not General Ben Lincoln. I mean, God bless the guy, but not going to be that dude. Drew in Westchester. Drew, what's going on, dude? Hey, good morning, folks. Uh, Joe, I'm not going to rip you. I just got to say shout out to Keith. Keith was like the Eagles in the Eagles-Vikings NFC Championship game. He stumbled, 
for a second, things got tight, and then just went full on Patrick Robinson, wow. Nick Foles. So, uh, great performance by him. I mean, it had to be because I did, and I'm not, I really wasn't looking to complain. I was just candidly saying I thought the questions were wordy and took a lot of processing. And for him to get four right is really impressive. Yeah, as you were going, I'm like, I think he's taking too much time. I'm like, it probably knows the answers, yeah. but there's just like time is working. And it wasn't because I wanted yeah. to. I mean, you just do your you do your best to think. And if you get off kilter a little bit, you know, it's hard to recover. I mean, I'm not trying to make excuses. I'm just saying, like, it's what it is. I couldn't. I, I, I did a bad job. As a previous contestant and, and winner, I can I can relate to that. So I said, and so I and I loser and loser. <laughs> okay, don't well, don't give me just. So are you, Joe? So are you? I I agree. How many times did you lose, Drew, to Joe? So I so I won once, wow. and then we had the no contest. But yeah, sure, I'm really did win, but that. no big deal. That, that whole thing's a joke. All right, Drew, what do you got on the fields here today, <laughs> my man? Yeah, so with the uh, so with the Phils, the thing I'm most excited for is just uh, uh, to see the young guys continuing develop, continuing to develop. Specifically, uh, Bryson Stott. I, I don't think he's like nearly reached his ceiling yet. I'll actually go out and predict. I think he's going to hit 300 with like 20 to 25 home runs and mix in like 30 steals. So I feel like a lot of the established guys like Schwarber, Real Muto, Bryce. You know what you're going to get from them, but just you know guys like Stott. Marsh, uh, Alec Bowman, particularly yeah. um, Stott in particular. I'm just excited for another full season of him. Me too. That's going to be so fun to watch. Yeah. I, I love the way – I mean, you, you drew attention to it, Drew. Like, I love Bryson Stott. I hadn't considered how improved he can continue to be because he really is that good. He's got the natural gifts and the work ethic. Yeah, and I think he, yeah, he's, he, he should have a great future. I mean, and listen, he's a guy that could he could be an all star. Yes, maybe as soon as this year, you know, because you know what he also is, and maybe the nation doesn't know it, but we know it. He is an outstanding defensive second baseman. Yes, he is outstanding. Yep. He's that guy that other people, you know, other organizations wish, other fan bases are jealous of. You know, like man, wish we could have a guy like. Bryce well, I'm looking Scott. forward to his song also when he comes to the bat. I mean, that that's, that's a fun moment. It's fun. It's fun. It really is. Hey, Drew, give me a, a terrific answer. Two people with the same last name. You got it. So congrats on uh, London. So we're talking Phillies. I'm going to try to stay on topic. So we got Phillies pitcher Robin Roberts and then actress Julia Roberts. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, that's fun. Yeah. It's pretty good. I mean, I don't think it's going to win, but so sometimes I'm tempted to start thinking of others, but I don't want to rip all Jul- Julia, Julia above Robin Roberts at this point. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I the 95-year-olds might want to punch me, but... Yeah. No, right. I think even so they would Roberts agree. I wouldn't limit it to 95-year-olds, Joe. Right. 72-year-olds. <laughs> so, Julia Roberts and who with the Roberts? Uh, you got Brian Roberts? Brian Roberts. That's what I thought of the first one. <laughs> you I got the of. other Robin Roberts. Yeah, she's actually On bigger TV. these oh, days. Yeah, God, she's probably Robin. bigger yeah. than Robin Roberts, the Philly, right? So Robin Roberts is bigger than Robin Roberts. I think so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm confused which Robin. You know Roberts the, the, the ABC. ABC. Yeah, uh, yeah that's who I assume that they're talking about. Oh. No, he's saying the sports. Yeah. Do you remember when she Hold did on. sports? Did you know there's a 100%. famous Philly yeah. named Robin Roberts, Devin? I did know that. Okay. <laughs> I was just saying we just said Robin Roberts. Well, a lot. did he did he clarify which one? But I, I don't know. I assumed he was yeah, talking he about said the ABC. No, he said the Phillies because he's like, since we're talking Phillies, I'm going to go Robin Roberts. Fair enough. All right, now let's, let's hop over to the Eagles here for a moment because, you know, the, the month of March represents a lot of things. Obviously, it represents college basketball's greatest month. I mean, that starts in about two weeks. Um, it represents 
the start of the baseball season. You know, the Phillies will be playing a game in about three and a half weeks. It's a regular season game. Uh, obviously, though, another big one is, and of course, you got you know basketball and hockey with playoff pushes and all, but you also have NFL free agency, which is a enormous part of the sports calendar for the for the Eagles and the entire NFL and for all of us as fans. Elliot said something else the other day about the cap jump, and it's a big cap jump. $30 million increase, the biggest increase in the history of the NFL. Salary cap now up to $255 million. Now, I kind of think Elliot got a little carried away with what he said the other day, but I want to play it. You can assess. I mean, this sounds really good from an Eagles standpoint of how they can build this thing back up. Here's Elliot the other day on the cap jump. I think the, the short thing everyone should know is the Eagles have enough money to do literally whatever they want. In all my years covering the team, I've never seen them have this much salary cap space. Especially, you consider Kevin Byard as someone they're probably they're going to move on from or have take a massive pay cut. Hassan Reddick, if he's either traded or extended, that'll open up a ton of cap room. So I think by the time all is said and done, and this is you know a rough, a rough estimate, they could have up to $60 million or $55 million to spend. And with the way they structure deals, I mean, you could literally sign probably every single top free agent out there and obviously you have to extend the money. But they have a lot of assets to work with in terms of draft picks and cap space where this is a big week to, like, figure out what you can do with that because they have a ton of money to spend. Now, again, I personally think he got a little carried away. I mean, I don't think they can literally sign every single top free agent out there. I, I don't understand how that makes any sense. But the good news is they got a lot to work with. Now, look, other teams got, you know, the extra $30 million also, but not every team had all those extra monies, you know, already ready to be spent. Not every team has, yeah, Howie Roseman planning well, that does their spending help. schedule. That does help. That, that helps a lot. I also wonder how this factors into the Hassan Reddick thing. James, let's play the first of, of Elliot's uh, pieces of audio here because this, this one goes back a couple of weeks ago. We had, we had Elliot on the show a few weeks ago talking about Hassan Reddick. And I was very surprised by, by what he said about the possibility of Reddick holding out, namely don't expect it. Listen to what Elliot said uh, about two weeks ago to us about Reddick. I think there is zero chance that Hassan Reddick holds out if by training camp he doesn't have a new contract. Really? Because, Why? Yeah, because, because the benefit of handling this the way that they're handling it is Hassan Reddick is going to see his market. If he was going to hold out, it would have been last year. He had more leverage, number one. They were coming off of, obviously, being close to winning a Super Bowl. He was coming off a career year. They were viewed as Super Bowl contenders going into the season. Like, that was the time to do it. But right now, him and his agent are allowed to go to every other team and say, what, what are you willing to pay me, right? And if they find a deal that the Eagles are not willing to pay, then the Eagles are probably going to trade him. Like, the benefit of doing this is – you either get Hassan Reddick back as, as a happy player, you know, excited to be back in Philly, mm-hmm. or you trade him. So if, if all the way to training camp, like, look, in OTAs, like maybe, I would say that's like a small chance he doesn't, come, he doesn't come to voluntary if this is still not resolved. But if training camp starts and he's still on the roster, he will be at day one of training camp. John, does what he say make sense to you there? Because I think the part he's leaving out is what if they try to trade him but don't like the value they're getting back from teams and then elect to keep them. But he hasn't gotten a new deal, still unhappy. Now, maybe that's an unlikelihood. It probably is. I just expect, Joe, that with his position and his ability to play that position and get after quarterbacks, right. he's going to get paid. Well, especially with this cap By jump. somebody. Absolutely. Right? Especially with the cap jump. 
And edge guys get paid. I mean, it's just the, the way of the world, and he deserves it. I know he's not the perfect edge guy because he's a little bit undersized, and, and you know there are some issues. He's traditionally sized like an off-ball linebacker who plays with a great push and uses his hands to where he can get you double-digit sacks. That's the bottom line. Double-digit sacks for the last three years means you get paid Twenty plus million dollars a year in today's NFL. You know, so with the teams that uh, that Sports Illustrated Mike Fisher uh, says are interested in him, mm. the Dallas Cowboys oh boy. and the Jacksonville Jags. So, well, Mike covers the Cowboys has for like twenty years. Look, so. I mean, if they had him in Parsons, huh. Huh. that's a lot coming after a quarterback. We'll say. By the way, you know what also incre- you know is part of increasing the salary cap thing. I don't know if you saw the news about a week ago or so. Amazon Prime gets a playoff game next year, $120 million, one playoff game. Wow. So think about that. Spread that out over 30 teams. That's that's $4 million per team, which is now not all $4 million goes directly to the salary cap, but that's part of how – that's part of – I mean, you know, John, yeah. that's – That's you, the economics that allow every team in the NFL to have a so, like a windfall of – money let me ask you this question john so obviously a lot of us meaning fans were unhappy when that one game was on what was it on this year uh peacock peacock was it yeah peacock it was was like 90 million okay so that annoyed us but john if you were a player in the league which you were and you heard of that deal would that make you happy because you know the salary cap goes up would it make me happy? Yeah, I mean, that contributes to you being able to make more I money. I would absolutely be happy to have an opportunity to make more money. I made the low end no, I know you money. Did. But anything so, counts. Yeah, I mean, anything that allows me to get more, sure. They do. The fine. players don't care where it's being played, what channel yeah. it's being played on. They, Yeah, the bottom line is if, if there's more money to go around, that's a positive thing. So, so do you think we're going to move at some point, or we being the league, to – most of the playoff games you got to pay for? I don't think most, but I definitely think it's it's not going away. You know, and I and it'll I think, be more and it'll be more than one. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I think I think it's heading in that direction. I I don't know how quickly it'll get to more than one, but yeah. yeah I think and look, I think there is a potential for down the road for for big playoff games to be on on cable the bowl. or on like Prime or whatever. Mm. The Super Bowl? Maybe. I, mean, I yeah. doubt the bowl yeah. would go there. I've heard talk of that, but I think like championship games maybe. Well, I will the say the bowl. Well, you guys are calling <laughs> the it bowl. the bowl. The well, you know what? So here's here's the thing, guys. You think about it. something like Monday Night Football went to a pay service. Yep. Yeah, you're damn right, Joe. We thought that would never happen back in the day, right? So, I mean, a lot of stuff went to, you know, cable television. All right, two one five five nine two. And ultimately, at the end of the day, money talks, and and Amazon has a lot of money to spend. James, what was Lester Freeman's primary line that he was noted for in the wire? Follow the money. Follow the money. Follow the money. Shout out to Lester Freeman from The Wire. <laughs> All right, let's get to today's Twitter poll question of the day. It is brought to us, James, by Armin Chevrolet. Routine maintenance and major repairs. Armin Chevrolet's service team is there to help. Certified service. Visit ArminChevy.com. All right, today's poll question. Do you expect Joel B to be back and fully in shape for the playoffs? A, yes. B, no, you can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. So all these topics we're discussing, the Phils, the Flyers, the Sixers, and the Eagles. James, let's play the audio of, of Jonesy one more time and then right back to the phone lines. Let's play, uh, bah, 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 as I move quickly through my piece of paper here, let's play the uh, first piece of audio of what Jonesy said to us yesterday. Because this was a, for me, this was a surprise. I know there's been some scuttlebutt to it. I didn't think he would say it. He did. 
And I wonder how people react to this. The concept the Flyers could actually sell players, trade off players, um, even though they're in a playoff chase. Listen to what Jonesy said. 22 games left, Jonesy. Um, Four games left before the trade deadline, too, which is a which is an interesting time for us. Are you particularly busy knowing that, you know, if, you know the trade deadline's coming up and all that you have to canvas? Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's busy right now, for sure. And for us, it's not about adding, you know, pieces to push for the playoffs at where we're at in our evolution. So ours is about making important decisions, not necessarily subtracting players unless we get the right assets back, but we're not going to be buyers, that's for sure. I wonder how you react to that. There are a couple points up in a playoff spot. It's not a guarantee they'll make it. They'll probably make it. They could actually um, lessen their team this year to try to make their team better in future years. That's unusual when you're in a playoff spot. How do you react to that? 215-592-9494. Imagine if Daryl Morey said that. Oh, man. Imagine that. Right, I mean, look, remember if we don't, we don't. I mean, how much we crushed that. Uh, and that was even. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.